You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast. Hello and welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. Today I want to share with you how to make some money, honey. And this was a little training that I had put together for the network marketing group that I'm in so that I could help people understand how to build their audience online and to get over the fear of reaching out to new people and strangers. So I thought that I could share it with you too and that you could get a lot from it. First of all, I wanna share with you that part of what I'm gonna be talking about came from Marina Simone and she is an online influencer and what I learned from her is a method called 333 and I put it into my own thing. So if something sounds familiar to you, I want to give her credit that I definitely started and jumped off of what I learned from her. But as we get going here, the first thing I want you to know is that in social retail, building an online business, the person who wins is the person that has the most conversations because that means that they are building rapport and talking with people to help people understand what it is that they have to offer. Because unlike going into a store where somebody just stumbles along and walks into a store online, you are responsible for creating your door for people to walk through. And you have to create a door that that is appealing, that makes people want to walk in. And so that's what's kind of different, but it really is the people that have the most conversations, the people that have the ability to create conversations online are the ones that can grow really fast in network marketing. But even if you have an online store of some sort, then you still have to help people understand and know where your door is and why they wanna walk through it. So we're going to be talking a little more about that. But then the question is, why aren't you growing your network? Why aren't you having those conversations? What is stopping you from expanding? And so what I have found over my years is most of the time at the root of the reason why we are not taking the actions that we know we need to be taking to grow our businesses is because of fear. It always comes back to fear. We have fear of rejection. It's like, what if they don't like me? What if they don't like what I'm offering? What if they aren't, what if they aren't into it? You know, so there's that huge fear of rejection. That's one of the number one fears of all times for most people is the fear of rejection. And then we have the fear of failure. And that really comes down to that core of what if I look stupid? What are people going to think of me? So another fear that I have seen and experienced even myself is the fear of success. You actually will be sabotaging yourself. You sabotage yourself because you know that to do what it's going to take, it's going to impact your family. And so you want the end result. You want the win, but you aren't really willing to pay the full price and maybe it's because it's the season that you're in or maybe you're afraid of the success because of what that might mean that it might mean or change things and sometimes it's things on a subconscious level so I talk more about that I actually did a podcast about fear and so you can go and look that one up but it really is true that we will hold ourselves back and sabotage ourselves because 
we really do on a subconscious level wonder, how is this actually going to impact my life? Even though there is a great reward, there's also a price and we have a fear of that price. Let's just be real. That is so true. I know it's been true for me. And then we have fear of judgment. What are they going to think about me? This really is grounded in our self-image. We are so concerned about how other people are perceiving us, what they think about us, and especially on social media. We tend to want to always be putting our best foot forward to be painting this perfect picture because we're so afraid of people judging us for anything that may not be the best parts of us. I can tell you that my own daughter, who could be an incredible influencer, is so afraid of judgment, she wouldn't ever put anything out there online. So many of you have this same fear, the fear of judgment. I definitely have struggled with that. I don't want to go live if I look bad. I don't want to talk about things that paint me in a bad light. And so, but those are all things that we need to recognize and deal with because we will have to overcome our fear in order for us to be successful because the fear will hold us back. So maybe your fear looks different, but that's the four top fears, I would say. And so at the end of the day, the reasons why you aren't reaching out, of course, is the fear, but it's also because maybe you're just afraid to make people think that you're spamming them. You don't want to bother people. And so we're going to be dealing with how to not spam people. And then maybe it's the, just the fear of that you've put things out there and people didn't engage. It's, it's kind of back to that whole, what if I have a party and nobody comes, you know, it's uncomfortable and awkward to be again, that kind of taps into that fear of rejection. What if nobody's engaging and they don't seem to care? Well, I'm going to help you solve that here in a second too. And then we have the reason why that you aren't reaching out is because you don't have a plan. You are trying to fit in what you're trying to build into the cracks of your time. You don't have a full-fledged plan. And I always like to tell people, if you went to a job and they didn't tell you exactly what you need to be doing to fill your days, it would be very difficult for you to be successful. And so then we get into business for ourselves, or we get in a network marketing company, and we think that we're just going to figure it out and without having like a blueprint to follow. And that's just not true. You have to create some kind of a plan. You need to know what you should be doing daily. You need to know what your goals are. So you have to have a plan. And many people are really afraid and they're not doing what they need to do to be successful because there's just not enough leads. They do not feel like they know enough people or they can find enough people to make things work. And many people don't have really big networks. Now, what I want to remind you is that every person is a door to more. And so you don't have to worry about that it has to be all the people that you currently know because you really can expand your network through other people, first of all, especially if you're giving great value. And honestly, the people that make it really big, that happens when people start referring you to other people. But you also need to recognize that there are endless leads online endless leads that you have access to. And so we'll talk about that. And then many people don't want to expand their network because they have stranger danger. They are really nervous about talking to strangers. But what you're going to find is that that is where the magic happens is in the stranger zone. So I'm going to talk more about that. So first of all, as we get going here, when I'm getting into the tactical things is when you start building your network, when you're expanding, you're building your audience, when you are 
posting, when you're reaching out to people, when you are trying to create those conversations, what you need to remember is that you need to have a posture of love. If you really are trying to go after people and all you care about at the end of the day is the sell and making money, then they are going to sense that. And it's it can, it can still get you successful. Certainly many people have went through enough numbers that they get enough people to say yes anyways, just because you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. And that's true. But if you have a posture of love, you don't have to worry about people feeling like you're spammy or being annoyed by you. And what you need to wrap your head around is that you can just be a giver of value. So you can give and give and give, and then you can offer them to take another step with you. It never has to feel like you're being salesy, ever. And that really just comes down to where is your heart posture at? If you really are just trying to get a sell and you know that, then what you need to do is work on your heart. Work on, you know, what other value do I have to give this person? How can I brighten their day that doesn't have to do with them with this ending in a cell? Does it have to end in a cell for me to feel like I've done something good? And so check your heart. And then when it comes to the spam and not feeling like you are spamming people, I have a no spam solution for you. And that is just that you need to create doors of opportunity for people to walk through. And this is all about having that posture of love, first of all, but then you want to sell using stories so you can create desire and get people to want what it is that you have by sharing stories and talking in stories. Stories are really special because people remember stories. It brings visuals to light in their mind, helps them remember. They also sync with you because they're experiencing something with you as you tell them the story. And so really get good at using stories to sell. That's why testimonies work so well because it's someone telling their story. You also want to get to that place where you know that you are solving problems. That is your job is to solve problems. Your job is not to help people understand every single thing about your product and how it works and where it was derived from. Your job is to help them to solve their problems. So you need to figure out what it is that you have to offer and what problems that you can help solve with what you have to offer and talk from that lens. Talk from the solution lens, the benefit to the customer. What are they going to get out of it when you help them to solve their problem with what you have? How is that going to change their life? Build that dream a little bit and always be adding value. Every time you show up, you're not going to just be making a ton of posts that are just soliciting a sale. You're not going to be making a post that's just talking about your product You want to add value. How is this valuable to the reader, the person that is ingesting this material? How is it valuable to them? It has to be valuable to them in some way. And so that's why when you do things, you need to make it about them, not about you and how it's going to benefit you. It's about them. If you've ever heard of story brand, the whole concept is using story, of course, but what you have to remember is that you are not the hero. Your customer is the hero and you are just guiding them to the answers that they're seeking and helping them to win and have their solutions. And then you want to make sure that you have variety in the way that you're building out everything. And so if somebody comes across anything that you're doing, you don't want it to just be very 
narrow in its scope. For instance, you don't want people to come to your feed and all they see is before and afters because that is going to make them feel like you aren't very balanced. It's not going to be very interesting. So you want to have your brand pillars and incorporate things that are connection points for people that have nothing to do with what you sell. So maybe it is that it's your faith that's a connection piece. Maybe it's a hobby that you have that's a connection piece. Maybe it's the season of life that you're in. But you want to be talking about other things Even in your marketing, in the way that you're approaching things, you want to make it personal and talk about other things than just the products. That's very, very important. So next is dealing with that fear of no engagement. And the truth is, is that silence is very intimidating. It's so intimidating. And what happens is when we have silence, first of all, we think that nobody's caring or nobody's listening. But silence doesn't mean that people aren't listening. There's lots and lots of people that view things online and don't say anything. And it's not because they don't care. It's just their personality or the habit that they're in. So the most important thing for you, though, is when there is silence or somebody doesn't respond the way that you wanted, don't try to fill in the blanks and make up your own story. A lot of people do this, particularly women, do this is when there isn't all the answers and you don't know exactly what happened or why they didn't respond. When there's silence, when you've sent a message and you're expecting a response back when there's silence and you'll start filling in the gaps and be thinking all these negative things that it's about you, that you've offended them somehow, whatever it might be, it's negative usually in its nature and it's not true. Because you have no idea what the real truth is because they didn't tell you. So stop trying to fill in the gaps. And if you're going to assume something, you're going to make up a story in your head, keep it positive. Make it a positive story of like, oh, they must have just got busy. I'll remind them. And wait until you get a negative feedback from them or a positive so that you can actually really have truth to gauge what it is that you're building your perception upon. Don't make up your own stories in your head and sabotage yourself. And the other thing about engagement is if you want engagement, then you need to be engaging. On your post, make them engaging, ask questions, make it conversational, engage with the comments on your post, try to ask them more questions, go deeper with them, and engage on their posts. So we're gonna be learning a method here in just a little bit about the, um, from the Marina Simone, I call it the Queen B3 method. So what that is, is that you're intentionally going to be interacting with a certain amount of people for three days. And so during that three days, you want to be engaging on their posts because people want to feel like they're being heard as well. Yeah, so that is how we deal with the fear of no engagement. Don't fill in those blanks. Don't assume that they hate you. It's not true. And then we want to move on to how do you plan ahead? I've talked about this before, so if you've been following me, you've heard this, but maybe you're still not doing it, is you need to have a tiger time. And what a tiger time is, is it's time that you fiercely protect to work on your business, particularly in the area of customer acquisition, of making money, whatever monetizes. So you need to have the time and you need to fiercely protect it because, again, time is not going to magically appear for you. You have to take it. You have to take it and put your mark on it and say, this is my time and you have to fiercely protect it. You have to put boundaries around it with your family. It's a really good idea to have some kind of uh, 
tiger figurine or a, a plush hang or something so that when you're doing your tiger time, you can have that out and everybody knows that it's your tiger time not to disturb you. And you can build a boundary around that. You also want to make sure that you have a social media calendar. You want to have a plan of what you're posting ahead of time and have an idea of what you're posting because if you do not, then you are going to get really behind. You're not going to stay consistent. So the only way to stay consistent really is to plan ahead what it is that you're going to be posting out there. The next thing is, is that when people worry about that they don't have enough leads. Well, I already talked to you about there being endless leads. And one of the best ways for you to keep leads coming in regularly is to post and engage daily. So again, even if you have a boutique or an online business, you need to be very engaging and posting a lot online to keep people's eyes on you, to keep them remembering what it is that you have to offer. So that is first and foremost what you need to be doing regularly. But then you want to be replying to stories. And the reason why you want to reply to stories and make stories is you can see how many people viewed and who viewed your stories. And you also, when you're replying to stories, it gets in their DM. So if you ever want to jump into their DM to have a conversation with them, to offer them something, they're already comfortable with you being there and it doesn't feel so much like a stranger. And you can also leverage things that Facebook gives you, like it tells you when people's birthdays are, so it gives you a reason to reach out, and you can even make it really special and do like a video to them or something different, or have your own branded birthday. I have a guy that he plays the fiddle, and he recorded this happy birthday song on the fiddle, and every year on my birthday, he sends me that same video, and he does it to everyone. That keeps him first at mind, and everybody knows that he's the fiddler. And if anyone ever needs a fiddler, they would know who to go to. Vi would come to mind for them. And then you can leverage the suggestions of the friend suggestions. Usually the reason why they're suggesting is because you have something in common. Either it's groups or friends. So you already have something to kind of leverage when you enter into conversation with them. You can go on their profile and look for anything else that you might be able to say. And you can really expand yourself through those suggestions and friends of friends. I What I, I want to say about that is go to their profiles and check them out a little bit before you start trying to engage. Not everybody is going to be your ideal customer. And so you can quickly know many times by going to the page, you can even search on their profile for particular keywords. And so for me, I know that my ideal customer is somebody who is godly. And so I go and I search the word God. And if the only way they've ever used God is in a swear word on their profile, then I pretty much know that maybe they're not the best fit for me. I mean, not that they're not a great person, but for me as for my customers, I'm not going to pass them by. So the other thing to find leads is you want to be engaging in two to three great groups that hold your ideal client. These can be groups that are neighborhood groups, mom groups, faith groups. It can be um, things that you're interested in, passions that you have, and you want to just be involved in these groups. And that group that you're engaging a lot in should hold people that you think would be ideal customers. If you don't currently have that, then you need to seek those groups out. And then of course you have referrals and that is really a great thing to tap into. But most of the time to start getting referrals, you just have to be showing up enough to become an expert for people to experience you and to want to refer you. It begins to happen on its own. And then you have overcoming stranger danger. 
You want to overcome your stranger danger because that is where your business is really going to explode is once you get out of your inner circle and the people that you know. Beyond your inner circle is where all the magic happens and you may be the answer to these people's prayers. So you not thinking bigger, getting out there and expanding and trying to go into the stranger zone is very selfish at its core because there are people that are literally on their knees praying for answers that you have. Just be willing to get out there and keep that heart of love, that posture of love and the heart to want to help people and solve their problems and be willing to just share the gift. So we're going to be talking about when you're offering people to go to the next level with you, that is the way you need to look at it is like you are offering them a gift of something that could really benefit their lives in different ways. So the strangers are the secret to fast growth. So the sooner you get out of your inner circle and into the stranger zone, the faster your business is going to grow. So how do you turn a stranger into your online BFF? Well, first of all, you need to introduce yourself and they will never know you if you don't take the time to introduce yourself. So think of it as if you've ever been to a networking event in person, or even a party or a social event. If a lot of times people will stay in their one little circle and they don't mingle much, but you need to get comfortable with reaching out and going and introducing yourself to people instead of just staying in your little safety zone. So go and introduce yourself, get a conversation started. And a great way to really build friendship fast is to give them a compliment. Compliment people. People love that. It warms them up to you really fast, but don't just give them a fake compliment. Try to give a genuine compliment because people will recognize if you're being fake. And then you want to make sure that online, we are not just talking at people all the time. And this was a big mistake that I made. Is it so easy for me to just talk at people and talk? I'm an extrovert, but People really want to feel heard. And so get better at asking questions and listening for the answers. Or you can even do listening by going to their profile and really doing a little bit of investigative work and some research on who you're talking to so you feel like you know a little bit about them when you're talking to them and where they're coming from and what perspective they have. Like, are they a parent of young children? Are they an empty nester? Knowing what season they're in and really looking at their profile to see what they're interested in. Then when you talk to them, you can talk to them in a way that makes them feel like you've been listening, that you that they're being heard. And then when you leave comments, really, oh, this is another thing I really have struggled with and I have to force myself. Don't leave one and two word comments as often as you can try to do more heartfelt make it more personal because otherwise that's what a bot can do a bot can give those simple answers of like this is great you know so we want to try to give a more heartfelt answer something that makes it more personal to us and why Um, an example that was given when I learned this from Marina was you know if somebody has a picture of a pit bull and you happen to love pit bulls or you know somebody who loves pit bulls, then your response can be like, oh my gosh, I love pit bulls. And most people just stop it there. But then you can say, I used to have one or my aunt has one and it's adorable. So you're just making it a little more personal, adding a little bit more context to make it seem like a more thought out conversation of an answer. And then you also want to make sure that you're having authentic connection with people. Again, you don't want to be fake. You want to be personable and you want to really be in that posture of love and really care. And 
hopefully you're not somebody who is just going through the numbers and just doing it to do it, only cares about the bottom line because most people really care about connections. So people, you've heard that saying where people don't care about what you say or what you do. They, they will remember how you made them feel. And so you want to make sure that everybody you have come, come into contact with, that you create conversations with, that whether they become your customer or not, that you are making them feel good in the time that you are with them, you're shining light on them, you're being light. All right, so now let's get into a little bit of the tactical things of how you want to build your audience and this is that 333 method that I learned from Marina Simone, but I like to call that method the Queen B3. The reason why I like to call it the Queen B3 is because we want to be the Queen Bees of our business. We want to have a lot of success and we want to eventually have people helping us and it to, to create a team and to create an organization of people working toward the common goal. And so the way that we want to approach this is it is task that you do for a three-day period. So in three days, you're going to pick up to 30 people. So you can do 10 or you can do up to 30. Obviously, 30 is going to help you grow faster. And you want to pick 30 people that you're going to intentionally be loving on for the next three days. You're going to go and shine your light upon them. You're going to compliment them. You're going to comment on their posts. You're going to have conversations with them in the DMs or connect with them on stories. So that is what you're going to be doing for three days intentionally. And the way that you can make sure that you're not distracted by social, and this can be a lot faster, is there's two tips that I have for you to make it faster. The first tip is, that you can go into Facebook and make a Facebook friends list and you can add people that are on your Facebook. So even if you just meet somebody and you've added them as a friend, you can add them to this list. And so then when you know that you're focusing on these people for the next three days, they're in a list by themselves. And then once you're done with that list and you make your offer to them on that third day to take a next step with you, if they are total duds, then you can completely delete them, unfriend them if you want, not to be mean, but there's no sense in them taking up a spot on your social media if they're not somebody that is good for your realm or you just didn't get good vibes about them. If you just felt like they were very neutral, maybe they'll come around later, you can leave them, whatever you decide. But this really gives you that ability to hyper-focus, go into the list, get your work done, and then get out without scrolling on social media. The other tip is a text replacement tip. And so when you are saying a lot of the same things over and over, you can go into your phone, into the keyboard, and you can do a text replacement. And you can put a, a little keyword, and then it can be a phrase that automatically enters it. My tip for you on this is don't put anything that you would normally type, because then every time you type that, it's going to pop up that phrase, and it's going to be annoying for you to try to delete it all the time. And so make sure you code it in a way that it wouldn't be something that you would normally just type as you're typing, because again, it's going to keep popping up. So on this text replacement, you can put in scripts, you can put in common things that you would say to something you can put in like your introduction template and then you just want to make sure that you're always personalizing it always go in and put that person's name in there so it doesn't feel like a script or you could actually have the script 
and then you can voice that to people. That would be a different tip, but you um, want to use this text replacement to save time. And what's cool about it is that the social media algorithms will not think of it as a copy and paste because if you copy and paste too many people in a day, then they will look at that as spam and they will block you. And so you won't ever get it in Facebook gel or get blocked if you use the text replacement because the algorithm doesn't know that you're not actually typing. And so that's a tip for you and saves you a lot of time. So now back to the queen b3, you're going to make that list. You're going to have those people that you're intentionally loving on for three days by complimenting, commenting, creating conversations and connecting with them. And then you want to, on the third day, you want to do what I call a pollen check. So in the realm of the bees, um, if you are a worker bee going out there to find um, pollen to help make honey for the hive, then you would want flowers that have pollen. That is what's going to eventually make the honey or make the money honey, hence the name of this show. And so you want to go and and make some kind of an offer for them to take a next step with you. And even if they say no to one thing, hopefully you have a couple of different things that you can offer them. And it's very common for people to say no, and but many times they won't say no multiple times. So maybe they don't want to buy right now, but maybe they would want to be a part of a group. Maybe they don't want to be a part of a group, but they would like to hear from you later on. And so you can keep trying to ask questions to try to get to a yes. And if you get all no, no, no's, then that's a really good indicator that they're not a good fit for you and what you have to offer. So the most important thing is that you are doing what you can to get into their DMs during this time. You're replying to their stories to get into the DMs or you're introducing yourself or you are doing some kind of conversation starters that are really authentic and not about selling and then you make your offer. And then once you make your offer, you might have to follow up. So I like to say follow up and that's how you make your money, honey. Because it's really in the follow-up, of course, that we know where most things happen and that's where most people fail. I know that that's where I felt. So you can create some kind of a system for you to know who you still need to follow up with. Maybe that means that once you have created your friends list and you've done your offer to people, you move them to a follow-up list and they stay on that follow-up list until you get a no, you remove them, or they finally become a yes. And that actually would be a really good warm lead list at that point. And so that's a good tip for you. And I want you to remember that during this time that you are intentionally loving on them and you're really trying to see, to do your pollen check to see if they have anything that you can work with, that you can get a yes out of them, that you're interviewing them essentially. So at any time, if they rub you the wrong way or you don't really feel like you're resonating with them, you don't have to work with people that you don't enjoy that you don't like, that you don't resonate with, that you don't have anything in common with. So that is the time that you have to be doing that interviewing to figure out if they're even somebody that you want to work with. So that is basically what I have for you to be able to start building your business is for you to get over yourself, to get over your fears. I talked all about those different ways that are keeping us from showing up. I gave you solutions. I've given you tips on what you can do to be reaching out. I told you that you can find endless leads and groups and looking at your suggested friends and creating conversations with people. And that is really all that it takes to be successful online. For whatever it is that you have to offer, 
you can find the people that want what you have if you just are willing to do this work to create enough conversations. So I really found it very boring to just keep reaching out to people. So I really like this, that it gives you that three-day period where you're reaching out to them and then you're doing the pollen check and you can kind of move on after that. You don't have to just keep trying to get back to the same people over and over and over. It's very discouraging. So this way it keeps everything moving. It keeps you moving forward. It keeps you in this state of always wanting to be in front of new people. And so remember, you want to get out into that stranger zone. You want to keep pushing out to the stranger zone. And so you should never get to a place where you run out of leads. If you run out of leads, you need to get in some good groups, start creating conversations and trying to get people to agree to be your friend so that you can start loving on them or to be in your group if you have a group where you can love on them there. And that is how you make that work. So I hope that this helps. I hope that this can help make some money for you, that you can expand your business and expand your customer base by doing these tasks. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, you can always reach me at inspiringyourshine at gmail.com. And I'm always here to help you. And oh, one other thing that I created this awesome worksheet for you that actually has a tracker. It has some of the notes of the fears and what we went over in the beginning of this. And so it is a whole little workbook for you. I'll even include the scripts that I got from Marina Simone. I think because I'm giving her credit, that's completely okay. I hope that that's okay that they're in there so that you can kind of have some verbiage and language of what to say. I even changed one up a lot myself. So it's really my script now because I've, it's no longer plagiarized because it's completely new words and things, but it'll give you some tips of how to reach out and what you can do to expand your network and what you can say when you're reaching out. So once again, I have that worksheet for you. It'll be in the show notes or you can find it on my website at inspiringyourshine backslash queenbee3. Thank you so much for listening and I so appreciate you. If you enjoyed this episode, if you could share it with a friend, I would really appreciate it. And if you've never given me a review on iTunes, then I would absolutely love to hear your thoughts and I would give you a shout out on my social media. I thank you so much for listening. Until next time, shine bright and make a difference.